Hello, my name is Andrew Wetzel. I'm a full-time agent with Long & Foster, and I'm also a realtor, an associate broker, an ethics instructor, and a mediator. I've been moving sellers and buyers since 1996. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Today I want to discuss the 2018 National Association of Realtors Profile of Buyers and Sellers. The report comes from a survey using 129 questions mailed to over 155,000 home buyers who purchased their primary residence between July 2017 and June 2018. Over 7,000 were returned. This was a national survey, so your market may be quite different. Real estate is local. There's no national real estate market, so please contact me for information about your local market. This podcast is part one of two and will focus on buyer characteristics, meaning who is the typical buyer. In part two, I will focus on the process the typical buyer used to find their home, the results they achieved, and how they felt about the experience. There will be some overlap between the parts. As I learned years ago, buying a home is an emotional decision justified with logic. This is what can make it fun or not. The process can be interesting enough when there's only one buyer involved. People have different ways of making decisions, and we all handle challenges and stress differently. Buying a home typically offers plenty of both. When more than one buyer is involved, there can be quite a negotiation between the parties, and they often seek my opinion. Purchasing a home is typically the largest financial transaction anyone will ever make, and it involves many lifestyle factors. It is a serious process. Here are some of the highlights. 33% of buyers were first-time buyers. The typical buyer was 46 years old with those aged 25 to 34 accounting for 24% of all sales. Buyers moved a median distance of 15 miles while those who sold one primary residence to buy another moved a median distance of 20 miles. There were several reasons mentioned for buying. 84% felt that a home purchase was a good investment. 66% of the first-time buyers wanted to own their own home, as did most buyers under age 61. Conversely, those over 61 mentioned being closer to family or friends or downsizing. Buyers expected to live in their homes for a median time of 15 years, with 19% saying they did not plan on making another move. As far as the motivating factors, 58% prioritized the quality of the neighborhood, 41% the affordability of the house, by the way, owning can be cheaper than renting, and 24% prioritized the quality of the school district. When you buy a house, you are buying the neighborhood and the lifestyle. This is more than simply buying a retail product. 44% of buyers looked online before doing anything else, with 95% using the internet at some point during the process. 17% started by contacting an agent, 11% started by looking online for information about the process, and only 7% started by contacting a lender or a bank. This all can be good or bad depending upon what a buyer really knows and understands about the process and their local market. There is a wealth of information online, but my experience suggests that much of it is wrong or does not apply to all markets. Some buyers will spend valuable time shopping, which is admittedly the fun part, instead of doing other things that might make their search easier 
especially if they find that they need to do some homework to get financing. They might unfortunately find a home that they really like only to find themselves unprepared or unable to compete with other buyers who had a better game plan. The process can make all the difference. 93% of buyers relied on the internet for information, 86% on an agent. Traditional methods are still used, but to a much lesser extent than in the past. For example, only 53% visited open houses, 46% looked for for sale signs, and 13% used the newspapers. Please keep in mind that these statistics refer to sources they used to search rather than what it may actually have led to a sale. 67% of buyers walked through the homes they found online. 41% drove by and did not go inside. You might be amazed to learn that while driving through a neighborhood to see if it meets your needs is an excellent way to narrow your focus, many buyers eliminated houses simply because the exterior needed some attention. What a shame. Buyers typically searched for 10 weeks and looked at a median of 10 homes. They waited for three weeks before contacting an agent. A lot can happen in three weeks. On the other hand, buyers who did not use the internet spent four weeks searching and only viewed four homes. I wonder which group was more satisfied with their purchase in the long run. For internet shoppers, 87% found photos and 85% found detailed property information very useful. They enjoy the online shopping experience much more than actually looking at house after house. When an agent uploads to the multiple listing service, typically feeds as is to the internet. Too often this is a case of garbage in, garbage out. Sadly, many listing agents make looking at property listings more challenging than it should be. Many property listings offer few quality photos, some listings have none, and many are not labeled, making it difficult to know what you're actually looking at. Many agents used their cell phone for taking pictures. I often see photos that seem to have been uploaded randomly, bouncing from interior to exterior, and even turned sideways or upside down. I also see poorly written or missing descriptions, as well as listings having minimal searchable features, which can make it difficult for those listings to even appear in a buyer search results, and when they do, a buyer may not really know what they're looking at. The result is that they click through to the next property listing. The good news for buyers is that properties attracting little attention often needlessly get reduced in price, which rewards a persistent buyer. If you are a seller, have you been asked to reduce your price? Have you seen your multiple listing service printout? And have you searched online for your own property? 87% used a real estate agent, 6% bought directly from a builder or their agent, and 5% bought directly from the owner, which would include for sale by owners or private sales, where one or both parties are not professionally represented. The number using a professional has actually trended higher since the internet entered the picture. This proves to me that we can coexist with the so-called third-party sites if we bring value to the process. Our value extends well beyond simply searching for homes. Once you identify a house that you like, there are a number of steps that must be taken to get it under contract and then to complete your purchase. This is no time to cut corners. Buying real estate is a unique purchase. Not only is it done much less frequently than other purchases, it typically involves multiple steps, each offering their own challenges. If you would like to discuss buying or selling, or if you have any thoughts about this podcast, please contact me. Please look for part two. 
Remember, hire wisely. We are not all the same. Thank you again for listening. Please feel free to comment, like, and share.